Welcome, investors. I hope you guys are excited. We have a lot of cool stuff that we're going to go over with you today. First, while we wait for some investors to join, we're going to go over, because one of the things we advertise is we're going to show you like a podcast in the making. So we're just going to quickly touch on what we're doing here. And then as the investors come in, we'll get started into the meat and potatoes of today's quick podcast and webinar. So for, and actually as well, any questions that you have, put them in the chat. Okay. And we're going to try to answer them. So it'll be really cool because usually podcasts, they don't have that interaction from the viewers. So any questions you have put in the chat because you are muted and your cameras are off just for privacy reasons, right? Because this is a podcast, but put the questions in the chat. We're good to go. So what we're doing, we're recording this and then we're going to take the video and we're uploading it into Descript. Okay. So Descript allows you to erase, you know, different words. If you've you know, said and but and stuff like that allows you to erase those words easily. But then what it does is it takes your audio and it makes it super crisp. So it sounds like you're in a studio. And then we publish that to Spotify and Apple and all those other things. So it's super cool. This is our first time doing this with an audience. So I'm really excited to, to try this. So what we're going to do, everybody's here. There's a whole bunch more that are coming. So we're just going to get started this recording. If you have to go, it will be posted within the hub. If you go under events and then past events, you can view the live recording if you have to go at any time. Paul is one of our mortgage agents, but he's also a key expert on Airbnb property. So welcome, Paul. Thanks, Scott. Thanks for having me. I like saying the Airbnb expert, but really I'm just a real estate investor. I'm very creative. And I have a motto. It's called make it happen, whatever it is. So I like it. Kind of sounds like Nikes, right? Where they say, just do it. I love it. That's it. You only need three words, short and simple. <laughs> That's awesome. So what we're going to do, guys, I'm going to let Paul talk about his strategies for Airbnbs. For full disclosure, I don't do Airbnbs, but the strategy and the secret that I'm going to share with you when Paul's done can get you up to two times the income on your Airbnb because the strategy that I utilize is it works perfectly for Airbnb properties because you need a furnished property to do my strategy and the Airbnbs are a furnished property. So we're gonna touch on both of those things, but first we'll let Paul dive into his strategies, how he finds you know, the good properties, good tenants and all that good stuff. So I turn it over to you, Paul. Thanks, Scott. So the, I think I've been going through about five things here. And we can, we're always going to go deeper in the hub. We'll actually have like webinars where I go through and I'll share screen and we will actually go in deep detail, but this is kind of the introduction. So the first tool, I think everyone should like, if you're going to take notes, air DNA, if you haven't heard of air DNA, it's a good uh, website to, and it really a something to research the area that you want to start the Airbnb. It tells you the best, it's the best place for data. You know, it's like 150 bucks for an area for the year. You can keep searching. It has Airbnb calculator. It has your market research, smart pricing. It shows you each property in that area in terms of the revenue, the occupancy, and there's so much information. So when you're trying to strategize, oh, do I want a one bedroom or a two bedroom or a three? It will actually break down how all of those are doing in terms of revenue, in terms of occupancy, and even times of the year when it's going to be slow or hot. So then you can strategize on what you do, especially when you tie it to your marketing plan, which I'll get into in a second. The second thing like hack that I wanted to share, because I just did it in June, we actually purchased a property for Airbnb exclusively, and we didn't even take possession of this property. So we got it in May or so. 
we didn't take possession until June, but we took the MLS listing po- pictures. We asked the realtor for the pictures. They provided, you know, we got lucky or we would just put a copy and paste them from the realtor. But we actually used those to build our Airbnb profile. And we, we took possession June 1st. We were actually shipping stuff from Amazon t- to be there. We asked the, per- the seller if we could store stuff in their garage. They allowed it. So all of our stuff was actually in the garage before we even took possession. And we already had five bookings before we took possession. We just blocked from June 1st to June 7th. And so we furnished it from June 1st to June 7th. We already had five bookings on actually June 8th. And that was all before we even took possession of the property. So like there's little things you can do because speed is money, especially when we're talking about the summer in the area like Windsor and Essex County is where you're going to make a lot of your money. The third thing I would encourage everyone to have is a marketing plan for Airbnbs, like utilize your own profile, your own following, post to groups, post to marketplace. And my little secret in marketplaces, I have a copy and paste message I send to everybody when they ask me, oh, how much is this? Well, I give them a link to my, to the Airbnb. I say the calendar is updated. Let me know if you have any questions, standard message. Sooner or later, when you're posting on Marketplace, people are going to say, I want to rent this long-term. I want to rent this long-term. I say, I have to think about it. This is a business. Let me get back to you. I wait 24 hours. I already know what I'm going to say, but I wait 24 hours. I come back in 24 hours and I say, boom, I have a preempted message that I know I'm going to say, and I'm going to talk about how this is a business. I'm doing really well. I wasn't planning on renting it long-term. It's furnished. But then I say, but... If you're able to give me this X amount of dollars per month, we can come up with an agreement. And if you send that message enough times, you will find somebody to rent it long-term. I have an example of this at one of my places in Amosburg. When I purchased a property, it was only getting $600 rent, got the tenants out, and I was able to get somebody in there for $2,800 a month fully furnished. And then he actually, after a month, he said, oh, what about the toilet and the maintenance, the those things that come with Airbnb, I was like, oh, that's not included, but I'll give you $50 off. And he was happy with that. So creating win-wins is the goal. And also note, like when you're doing the marketing plan, like I have something where I do Airbnb videos for people. You can DM me for that, where we go through people's Airbnbs. We take a video basically for free for them. And then that you're able to share that with your network. You should be sharing in groups often. Every other week, you should be sharing those videos because the more views you have equals the more bookings, right? So that's really important. You want to keep getting it out and you want to pay attention to where your guests are coming from because you want to join groups in those areas. I know that a lot of people come to Windsor and Essex County from GTA. So I'm in every GTA group and surrounding and I'm posting Airbnb in Amherstburg. I'm promoting the town. The next thing I wanted to touch on was processes. So setting up processes. So one, having a co-host is important, whether it be your wife, your partner, whoever it is, make sure you have somebody because your response time is important. You're providing value to your guests. You want to make sure they know you're on their, you're on their side and you're trying to be like better than a hotel. All you do is get all preset messages so you can copy and paste more things. You monitor the questions if they're similar. There's probably something you can do in your listing or in the space to highlight that information because less questions are better for you, but, and then better for them because they don't have questions. Their state is more clean. Uh, So providing information before they ask 
is an important thing. When it comes to a cleaner, this is big. I don't go in my Airbnbs very often, but I have a checklist of supplies. Every time that my cleaner goes, she sends me a checklist of where the supplies are in terms of the level. When something gets low, I will just send her a message. Can you please make sure you get, get this and purchase this? Meaning cleaner, you go purchase it, not me. And I pay her, but you go purchase it. And next time when you come, bring it. So that's how I make sure I don't go in the Airbnb. When she gets there, the cleaner gets there, she takes the same exact pictures every single time that we've already talked about. And then when she's done cleaning, she takes those same exact pictures. Those pictures I use to help with reviews of the people who have stayed, right? And I also know the conditions of my place. I see if anything's wrong. And the pictures, I would make sure that you are the kitchen, the dishwasher, the fridge, the bathroom, the bedroom. Those are key areas that you want to make sure because wherever guests complain about, you want to be making sure that those areas are good. A lot of times, some people leave things in the fridge or you forget. Nobody likes a dirty fridge. And then people leave dishwashers not empty. Like those are comments that I've got. So I know that I want pictures of those things. If you get comments from people, you want to make sure that you ask your cleaner to have those types of pictures. So the goal for me when I set this up is I want to have Airbnbs all over the world. So, and I don't want to be able to travel all over the world to check on my Airbnbs. So that's the importance of this little hack of pictures, boom, boom, before, pictures after, I always know where I am. The last thing in terms of processes, and this is connected to the cleaner as well, taking full advantage that she's the one going in there. I leave gifts for people if they're staying more than two weeks. Make it a, lo a local wine. Like, and we have so many winers around here. Most people come here for them. I give them a local wine. I give them a local gift card. I promote local business, right? Because that's what gets people back. That's what people, they remember those things. So it's important to do things like that. Going on to my last thing, and then I'm going to turn it back to you, Scott, is long-term rental strategy. So when you're posting on Marketplace, those different people are going to message you. And I'm telling you, it is, I just want to harp on this more. Have that standard message that you are going to respond to them. And make sure you wait the 24 hours. Don't just say, boom, don't start that conversation. Don't give them what they want. Give time. Over and over, I've learned this over time, is, and I've been successful a few times now, is just give time, give that message, and let it sit, okay? Scott, you have the cool approach that I've just learned. I haven't got to use it yet, but I'm very excited for it. So how about you come back in and, you know, it's enough of my mouth. Go ahead. Yeah, so... And this is why, guys, I wanted to do this with Paul because I actually thought this was going to be perfect, right? So Paul, you know, he does mortgages for us and he finances Airbnb properties, which I think is very important because a lot of lenders don't do that. So I want you guys on this call to, to know that Paul can finance them. But the what was really cool is he keeps talking about Airbnbs and then our meeting on Monday, I'm like, you're doing it wrong, man. Like, let me show you this. And not that he's doing it wrong because the short-term rentals are ideal. But what I've been doing is I partnered with this executive furnished rental company. Okay. And I'm going to share their details with you on this call because you're here. And what they do is they have executives that are in the area for three months, six months. I've even seen up to one year and they're paying top, top dollar in rent for these executives. And these executives need to be in town. There could be a project like locally, we have a bridge that's being built from Canada to the United States. So they're hiring these specialty engineers and just different people that are coming here. 
So every company might need somebody that has their professional degree in a different country, right? So they call them in and these guys, they don't want to live in a hotel, right? They're used to, they're rich, right? They're used to living in nice, luxurious homes. So they look, these companies are looking for furnished rentals. And so the property management company's name is Welcome Home Relocations. Okay, so you guys are going to want to save that. You're going to want to Google it and you're going to call them. So when you call them, you just say, hey, connect me with your property manager in my area. Okay, they cover all of Canada. But then these guys, they will rent your unit for top dollar. So I I gave these contacts to one of my staff in Toronto because we've got mortgage agents all over, right? We're actually opening up in Quebec as we speak. So the, the my mortgage agent had a duplex in Toronto and she was renting. I think her basement unit was like rented for 3000 And then she furnished it and rented it to an executive and she's getting 7500 a month for a small, like it's a very small unit in the basement of this duplex. The main floor has the main floor in the upper. So that's the unit that, you know, you would think would generate the income, but it's the bottom. It's her basement unit that's getting all of that income because it's a furnished luxury, you know, rental. So super cool. So that's sort of my secret to maximize your income. And you can do it with any furnished property. And there's a lot of demand for these furnished rentals with the executives coming. You'd be surprised, but I was worried, right? Like, okay, if they only rent it for three months, am I going to be vacant for so much more time? Right. And that's where you as an investor, you can leverage some of Paul's strategies and you can rent it out from the Airbnb standpoint, if there is vacancies, but these guys have been so good with my units that they line it up. Once they know they have the property locked down, they got another executive coming in for a different project. They line it up. So I don't even have vacancies using these guys. So I know some of you are still joining. So it's called welcome home relocations is the furnished luxury rental property management company that covers Canada. So we want to make the podcast short. They're always short on purpose. We've done a lot of research and we keep them short because people are busy and they can only listen to them. So we're going to kind of wrap this up within our hub. We're going to do webinars, like Paul said, where we do deep dives and give a lot more information about this. But while we're wrapping up here, does anybody have any questions? If you do, put them in the chat and then we'll answer them for you as part of the podcast here. And then this will be published next week. So I'll give you guys a minute here to see if anybody has any questions. And as we do that, I'm going to post some links of uh, the Airbnb I was referring to in terms of Blue Breeze that okay. we're able to. No, that's a great idea. I'll put in the welcome home relocation one as well. Yeah, let's start posting some links. You know, as I said, more views equals <laughs> more bookings. And, uh, you know, I just have to share. If you guys are asking questions, I'm going to make sure I share my links to some of the ones that that we do. Also, guys, like I do manage Airbnbs. If it's in Winternesses County, I will manage it for you. You can DM me and we can talk about that. And Montu. So Montu, I've known Montu for a long time. He's asking where are the best places in the GTA to Airbnb right now? I think it really depends on what you want to do, Montu, and the target market. What I'll do as a takeaway, because I know you probably know her too, Jillian, right? She's our one of our mortgage agents, Montu. She, she's got some, and I can help her connect with you on some of the places that she thinks is best. But if you're open to the luxury furnished rentals, really anywhere, right? They're looking for luxury homes. And as long as there's jobs in the area, 
and like major corporations, then those people are going to be there. So Wayne's saying, how do we handle remote management of Airbnb? So that's exactly what Paul was suggesting. So I'll let you recap that, Paul. Yeah. Well, the first thing to say, the first question is AirDNA. I'm telling you, it's worth the investment of 150 bucks to learn the market that you're choosing. Sure, do your research. AirDNA brings the data, and I'm a data like I'm an engineering background. I like making database decisions, so AirDNA is a good tool to use for your research. And in terms of how do you handle remote Airbnbs, it's you know it's setting up automated processes. You may have missed kind of the beginning, but it's just one, you can have somebody manage. Usually people charge about 25% of the profit to manage an Airbnb. That's like the standard that you'll see in the industry. So that's one thing. Having boots on the ground is important. So it's either you're going to hire someone who's going to have those boots on the ground and direct those boots on the ground. Really depends on how much time do you want to put in this, right? Because it does, it is, it is some work, especially if you don't have the processes figured out. But two, it's just thinking outside the box and making sure, okay, you're cleaner, making sure that cleaner is going to do all the things I talked about, you know, enter the unit, boom, pictures, clean the unit, pictures of the before and the after, making sure you're taking a picture of the checklist for all the supplies, you know, it's like a hotel, you have to figure out the A, B, connect all of the dots and make sure that you don't have to be there. It's very possible. We can definitely go deeper. I'd like to do a, a webinar in the hub and I'll actually share my screen and I can show you how to actually set up a management system that is automated, you know, because right now it's in Amosburg, but soon enough, I have one coming in Guatemala and in Costa Rica and in Barbados. And I can't be there, but I need one boots on the ground strategy in terms of maybe having somebody paying them the 25% or managing people like my cleaners and my security or whatever, because some of those countries, there's some different things you got to deal with. What Airbnb mistakes that you've learned not to do anymore? Have bad photos. Your photos, spend money on your photos. And I'm telling you, so I have this creation of, we're creating Airbnb videos and marketing materials for in Windsor Essex County right now, we'll expand later. So if you have one in Windsor Essex County, contact me and I'll come and do a video basically free for you. But have of somebody, even whoever you know that is good, do some drone shots, do some sh highlight where you are, your location, highlight the features of the property, get some like 20 second quick clips. I call it like crack. Like it, it's, I call it like a drug because like you want it to be nice and fast, highlight your space. Boom. That's an Instagram one, right? Have longer ones where you talk about it, get your into the Facebook groups in the marketplace, get it out there. So having a marketing plan or not having a marketing plan is the biggest thing that I've learned. Because if you only have 10 people look at your place, how many people are going to book it? If you have 100 people, how many people are going to book it? So once I get about 100, I know, okay, I need, if I got 10 bookings with 100 views, now I know that I need to go get 10,000 views to get my 1,000 bookings. So it's a numbers game. So figure out the numbers, figure out what you need, and figure out how you're going to get out there and be consistent. And honestly, try to automate it is the important part. Don't think that you're going to be able to manage your Airbnb, manage your life, manage your investments. It's just not going to happen. It's okay to pay 25% to not have to think about it and still see those profits going up and up.
Yep. And one thing I'll share too, to further answer Montu's question, and Paul, you kind of did mention it in your presentation earlier, but was like little things like not leaving dishes in the dishwasher. I stay at Airbnbs all the time because I research different areas I want to invest in. So I don't want anything long-term, right? And I don't want a hotel. I want to you know, get some ideas too from this. So I'll stay in these Airbnbs. And the one thing that I found, which is incredibly terrible, and I would never stay at this place again, but like dirty linens and linens that are like, like stained or not good quality really worn down like to me when i stay at places and they have that i'm like they really don't care right if you can't have towels that look and feel new and they're grimy like who wants to use a grimy feeling towel or sleep in sheets with all these you know human stains on it like that is disgusting right so i think those things the linens the usable items i think they have to be really well kept and even little things like Paul said, leaving things in the dishwasher. Some people are anal, and I think that can ruin the whole experience, even though they might be clean, right? The cycle might have been clean, but it's just like people get weirded out by the littlest things. So, Scott, for the linens, it's a good thing. So I like to have three sets of everything in terms of linens and uh, towels. One, because I'm turning over quickly. Two, I want extras to make it easy. And then the wear and tear. You know, if you have two, you're flipping over all the time. I want, I don't want to have to keep worrying about wear and tear. So I feel like having three helps it with the wear and tear and you don't need, and skip. That's another thing on your checklist. You know, you can manage, managing like that cleaner is like, she's working for you. She's not just cleaning. She's thinking, right? Like when she sees those things, you want to encourage her to raise her hand. Okay, let's go get the other one. All right. And everything I get is usually from Amazon because I want it shipped to the place. The cleaner is getting the package. Boom, boom. I'm not going there. So that's really important to have on your checklist. Linens are really key. And sp spending more, a little bit extra money on your linen, especially in the master, where the, whoever paid for, you want to have them to have the best bed and the best linens because they're the ones you need to make happy more than anyone, right? The kids might be in the other ones. Sure, you want to make them happy, whatnot. But investing in your master suite can really give you good reviews. Reviews gives you good, you know, the Airbnb puts you up in the metadata in terms of people who will be your place. So those are cool strategies. So I see a question there, Scott. Two questions there. How are lenders treating Airbnbs now? How they come around and accept them? Or are they giving them to LTR rates to qualify? Yeah, so I would like to answer that one. I know, Paul, you're the expert on mortgages as well, right? We both, this is what we do as a living. So we can help you guys. But I do want to touch on that because... Right. I know you well, Montu. And before I used to, you know, I used to work at the bank. And so the banks, there's sort of two ways that these are being financed, to be honest with you. Uh, the client is just buying it and saying it's a rental. And then they're turning it into an Airbnb style property after the fact. Right. The lenders can't stop you from doing that after the fact. But that can cause issues when you're refinancing the property because then they're saying, hey, it's a long term rental now. And they might have issues. But we actually have a credit union and I don't want to name it here because a lot of the lenders are funny with, you know, name dropping with certain policies and, you know, underwriting guidelines. But it's a great credit union, great rates. The one thing that's a little weird with them is they'll only finance 1.25 million per investor. And they're not in every province, but they are in most of Canada. And they don't care. They will finance long-term rentals and it's the same rates as, sorry, the finance short-term rentals at the same as the long-term rental rates. So I think that answers your question, Montu, but they only lend 1.25 million. 
then. But say we're capped out on there and we're a client and we don't want to hide the fact that it's an Airbnb. We want to be fully transparent. Then we go commercial. So we've got a commercial department and they can do commercial mortgages, even if it's a single family property. And commercial, they don't care if it's Airbnb. You provide full disclosure. They'll use the full income, right? They're not even using market rents. They'll use the full Airbnb income and your client can qualify. The downside to commercial, it's got comparable rates to residential A lending. They're very similar. But if it's an Airbnb property, generally they'll want a little bit higher down payment, probably around 30, 25 to 30% down. And then commercial mortgages, they have fees attached to them because that's how they get paid in the commercial spaces by fees. That's their commission. So you can expect between one and one and a half percent fee if you're going commercial. So I hope that helps that. And then I'll let Paul take over. I know Wayne's got a couple of questions it. there as yep. well. So Wayne's, Wayne Lou's questions, how did you find your cleaner and management people, boots on the ground, and how often do your cleaners clean during a stay? So I found mine just because I'm local to the area, word of mouth. The main thing is you can find companies, you can find things on Facebook Marketplace as well. You just need to find someone that you can trust. No, you got to build that trust-based relationship. The cool thing is like, you're not in a contract. They're not an employee that, you know, you need to keep. They have to keep you happy. And, you know, if you, if they're not doing what needs to be done, then you're going to shift. You got to keep shifting it just from real estate invest, like investing, you got to keep shifting until you find your sweet spot. And when you find that sweet spot, you know, I don't, I haven't turned over with her in honestly about two years. She's, she knows the process. She knows the system. She knows how to do it. She's not overwhelmed. So I've been good that way. In terms of your second question of how often do your cleaners clean during a stay? I never, ever have a cleaner clean during a stay. You know, the thing is like, if you book a week, you get a discount. One, because you get a discount because you're staying longer. Good for you. I get a discount because I'm not going to have my cleaner there two times in that week or three times in that week. And if you're staying a month, again, you get another discount, but that discount comes with, like, I'm not cleaning. There, there's no way I'm going to come in and clean unless I have an executive Airbnb. I might, I may consider it or, but I'm going to charge for it, right? Like I have an Airbnb coming soon. It's going to be $1,000 a night. And in that one, if someone's staying for a month, I don't mind sending a cleaner in there once a week because, you know, instead of a thousand a month, maybe it's going to be 1200. I mean, sorry, and then a thousand a night, maybe it's going to be 1200 a night, but you're going to charge for it. Are you mainly using Airbnb for bookings or do you utilize word of mouth and other platforms? Are you using Airbnb for bookings or do you utilize word of mouth? I'm not sure. I think what he's saying, like, because you kind of mentioned it, that you have your Airbnbs in Windsor and Essex, but you market in Facebook groups Every, in yeah. Toronto, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. I think what they're saying is, are you listing on the Airbnb website only or using word of mouth oh, yeah. or other platforms? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I talked on this a little bit. Having a marketing plan is so important. Having that, you know, that clickbait, Instagram and all that stuff is so important. So I'm going outside of Airbnb. Airbnb does their thing and they're going to do their thing. The better you get reviews, the more people getting driving to that your site, the more they're going to show people. So I know that. So I actually, I go into the Facebook groups. I go to Facebook marketplace. I go to Facebook groups of people, wherever the guests are, you start seeing where they're coming from. I go in those groups and I'm posting every other weekend, especially in the summers I'm posting and I'm saying, Oh, 
even when there's events in my area, so I know like I live in Amherstburg right now, and there's events downtown all the time. I know the calendar and I'm saying, oh, check out this event, staying my Airbnb. I'm promoter of this town and the events because I know the more events in your area, the higher the smart pricing of Airbnb goes up, the more demand, you know, supply and demand, the more demand for Airbnbs in the area because of an event, you're going to charge obviously more for those times. For New Year's, I'm always charging a lot higher. When I know when all the big events where people are coming into town, the, I'm going to be charging higher in those times. So yes, definitely word of mouth. Facebook is a great thing. I haven't done Facebook advertising for Airbnb yet. But yeah, just be creative. Get it out there. More views equals more bookings equals more profit. That's what you need to keep in your mind. Win, win, win. Yeah. And just to follow back on Montu's earlier question, because Montu asked, where would be a good location in Toronto to purchase Airbnbs? And I think you kind of said it there because you're saying follow the events. It's pretty much what you said. If there's lots going on in the area, you can leverage that to rent out your place. So mm -hmm. that might be great for you, Montu, because I know there's lots of different areas within Toronto. There's different sub-districts and they all have their own little things going on. So find out one, you know, that you're coincides with you and what you like and from there. I'd add to that, Scott, that in AirDNA, they actually, they give a grade to each of the areas. So like the area I'm in is a C minus and that's just from data, but I don't mind that because I know the area and I know the events and I believe in it. But if you don't know the area, it will give a grade of how does it do an Airbnb. I'm not sure exactly how the grading is. Again, you can look into that. We can go into that in the webinar, but seeing the grade on AirDNA is another indicator. That's awesome. Perfect. Does anybody have any questions before we end this podcast? And again, it'll be scheduled for this week coming up. So you guys can listen to it on there for the recap. Or again, we'll post the video version with your questions in the hub. Okay. Now, Paul, I'm not sure what you're typing. I think I know what you're typing. But what I was going to say is, what are your details? How can people contact you if they want financing? If they have extra questions on Airbnbs, whatever, how do they get in touch with you? Is that what you were typing? Oh, yeah. You know, I, I'm, you know me. Honestly, I'm not just typing because I want to sell you. I'm typing because I want to share the information. Like this is, I'm passionate about this. So I, I put my Instagram in there. I have many more, but those are the two Instagram in terms of Airbnbs, the rental ones. I do long-term rentals on there. I'm just starting that. And then the turnkey McCallie, I try to provide a lot of content there. And then I'm going to be on the hub. So, I mean, the hub is a good place because I'm going to be doing regular live, like my goal and, you know, our goal by the end of this month, I'm hoping to go live on the hub at least once or twice a week. So that's where we can interact. And then you can always send me an email to paul.m at lencity.ca. And yeah, any, anyway, I'll put my phone number. You can come to my house. We can go for, it doesn't matter. Like I'm a very personal person and I love talking, investing more than just getting you mortgages. I also do real estate coaching, real estate investing, joint ventures, Airbnb host, super host, Airbnb management, whatever it is. Like, you know, this is what I do. This is what I wake up in the morning and I roar. So yeah, that's all. That's my plug. That's awesome. So Wayne's asking some good Airbnb agents in Windsor. There's a whole bunch, Wayne. We can take that offline because I don't want to put that in the podcast here. Obviously, we're working with you on what you're doing. So I'll touch base with you and share some agents with you. Okay. Awesome. Well, Any other questions, guys, before we before we head out? 
Awesome. Well, I appreciate it. You guys got to see a podcast being created live, and then you'll get to see it on Spotify and iTunes and all that good stuff. So it's super, super cool. Thank you guys for visiting and make sure you do check back to the hub next week. You're going to see some properties. So we're doing property tours and we're going to come back and analyze the numbers of these properties, show you how much cash flow they have, if it's a good buy or not. So we're going to be doing that regularly and we're going to post them all in the hub so then you guys can see, right? I'm an investor. What's a good property? And we might be able to present some things to you that you guys couldn't see or find. And same thing with you, Montu. If you get any good investment properties, let us know. Well, we can do a tour and put them on there. But thank you guys. And I hope everybody has a great day. Thanks for having me, Scott. Thanks everyone for joining. Cheers.